What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. Do you know who Van Halen is? Uh-huh. Who? Eddie Van Halen. He's a rocker. A rock star. <laughs> a rocker? <laughs> he's a rocker. Oh, he's a famous rock star. I'm asking that because I had heard about this without fully hearing the story of it until recently, and apparently... You know, he was so successful and he started to see how quickly his success was growing. And with that growth, he also started to see how people would pass the bucket and not step up and do the things that they said that they were going to do. And he started to use different techniques to filter through the people and the companies that he started to contract with. And he did it in the most clever way. And I'm going to share his story of the brown M&Ms. Have you ever heard of that? Mm -mm. So we've heard of different celebrities who have these crazy non-negotiables. Like, yes, I will come on your show, but I would like to have sparkling water that is at, you know, 62 Mm -hmm. degrees. And, you know, like just crazy, ridiculous things. And when I had first lightly heard of this story of the brown M&Ms, I thought it was another one of those, those kind of vain aspects that I feel a lot of celebrities hold and it turns out to not have been that at all and the story of Van Halen and the brown M&Ms is that he made sure that at every single venue that they would play at in the the dressing room that the dressing room would always have a dish of M&Ms and that there were to be not a single brown M&M inside of that bowl of M&Ms And that sounds very vain, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm too good for the brown M&M's kind of thing. And it's funny because you hear about people that say brown M&M's just seems to be the thing. Like, they didn't like the brown M&M's. But for him, the reason why he did that was because if the venue could not be trusted to omit the brown M&M's from that dish of M&M's, then he also believed that they could not be trusted to set up these thousands and thousands of pounds of of stage equipment around him. And he used that as a filter of, you know, if if somebody can't do something as mundane as pick out the brown M&Ms, then I might also be in danger for somebody who perhaps decided to omit a couple of, of nuts, bolts, and screws inside of my stage equipment. And I thought that was such a cool concept because it's the small things that matter, right? It's always the small things. And how we do one thing is how we do everything. And I think that it's a great concept to be able to implement into our lives and to pay attention to when when it comes to these small things. Because I know a lot of people who fail to do those small things, and I pay very close attention to the minute details that most people will just disregard completely. And I have found it to be very important to to understand that those small things actually make up a great deal of the character the overall character for somebody, if only we pay attention to it. And for this, it wasn't a mere matter of having to look for those small things. Van Halen made it very intentional to have something that he could very specifically look at to see if the box was marked or not. That's a really great concept. I mean, we've heard about these celebrities who do all these little 
things or had these special requirements. And I think we've all associated to them to be of just their neediness or their particularness over these situations. But in aspect, like looking at the entirety of everything, like that makes absolute sense. I mean, it could be, do people take it too far? Absolutely. But it's something as so simple as the brown M&Ms and, and having them removed to where it's a great, it's that, it's that cue almost that you know, okay, then this is, this is something that we're not going to deal with in the future. You know, it's. And when somebody fails to do something, I've found that I pay extra close attention to to them and their their actions or their lack of actions. And I think that all too often we fail to notice these things. And I'll play a sort of game with people at certain times where let's see let's say that somebody somebody drops a piece of trash and they know that they've dropped dropped a piece of trash and you're you're observing them and you wait to make sure that they're going to pick up that piece of trash well if they look at it and go about their day or you know they saw it and they pretend like they didn't and then go about their day that's revealing of their character and i know that that sounds so small but there are many things like that such as Putting away dirty dishes, for example, that the cleanliness of somebody is revealed a great deal by, you know, checking out what their sink looks like. And that that is probably going to stir controversy with regards to the excuses that people give to themselves. But it's it's the truth. Right. People who maybe leave the dryer full of clothes after it's finished being dried, like the dryer turns off, you should take out the clothes, otherwise they're going to get wrinkled. And then that person is going to probably wear around wrinkled clothes because if they're going to not take the clothes out of the dryer, there's a very rare chance that they're going to be ironing their clothes and they're going to walk around and their family's going to walk around with wrinkly clothes. So, you know, even noticing a wrinkly shirt on somebody could be indicative of something to do with their character. Yeah, it's... There's so many of these things we could go down the rabbit hole of different things that we you don't necessarily look out for in a day to day, but there's so many underlying factors of just like the wrinkly clothes or the dirty shirt or anything, and it kind of makes me think of my my bicycle shirt of it has stains on the one area because it's a bright white shirt and these stain almost instantly as soon as you wear them. And it actually brought up stats is when you have a officer who looks disheveled or it doesn't look as clean cut as some of the other ones that they're more likely to be a target of, of attack of some type. And, could lead to your own safety just because your shirt looked dirty. And it's something that we do this subconsciously throughout our days with anybody and everybody and base judgments, whether you know them or not, just based on their appearance or their actions. Yeah. And we can break that down for a second because the topic of that was, and I I almost scolded you because (laughs) I understand it's like a hundred bucks to buy one single shirt and It is absolutely absurd to have somebody on a bicycle wearing a white shirt where even just suntan lotion and sweat is going to stain it for the rest of its life. That that's a different conversation. But the the point that I was making was 
If I am a criminal and I have an intent on attacking a police officer and I look at two officers and one of them has wrinkly clothes and dog fur all over the place and they're they're not clean shaven and they they just look like they are not what they were trained to be when they went to the police academy versus somebody who is well put together, nice and clean cut, clothes are ironed, their hair is done, then I am going to be more intimidated by that individual who has their shit put together because I'm going to automatically non-biasly assume that they are going to be more vigilant. Perhaps they're going to have more accolades than the other individual. Perhaps they're going to be a little bit more um, physically sound. Like I'm going to naturally and unconsciously sift through these things in my mind and then that disheveled individual is going to become my target period yeah it's and it's very true and stats don't lie and we we have this this unconscious decision making process in our day-to-day lives whether we are deciding which line we want to choose when we're at the grocery store you know which teller we want to go to at the bank we, we have this programmed into us, and I think it's important for us to understand because we want to be that individual, for the most part, who is the one who is approachable. I, I went to this training conference in Florida, and I was going from booth to booth, and it was so funny to see because it wasn't too, too active. And so everybody at each individual booth trying to promote whatever they were promoting they were literally waiting for me to finish with the booth I was in to go to the next one. And I had so many individuals tell me like, I was hoping that you were going to turn around and come over here. And they were so excited to just share their product with me. Number one, because I have an open door for patience for people and I'm very approachable in that way. But me being as amicable as I am and as vocal and happy and smiling and I am incredibly approachable when I, I want to be, right? There are many times where I'm reserved and I'm observing and very calm and patient. And I do that with deliverance. But for the most part, I am going to be the first person that somebody chooses to come to to ask for directions, for example. And it's really interesting to see because and I've almost done a test for myself with in those instances is looking through and and being having my mindset closed off on different things same example, going through a, a conference and going through vendor booths and, and talking to people, being closed-minded on it. But then going back through it in an open-minded perspective, you see the shift and you see the excitement of those people after the fact. So it, it's really, it's a cool dynamic to see the difference between the two. Yeah, and I know that it sounds so minute, but I can't tell you how many more doors and opportunities will open up when we allow ourselves to just decide what those brown M&Ms are within our own lives. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.